Hey, hey, this is the Amy Williams Show, the motivational Christian podcast for women. I'm your host, Amy Williams, and I'm here to talk about all things life, God, love, and business. Whether you need inspiration and motivation in your personal life or a swift kick in the big girl pants for your business, you've come to the right place. As your podcast host and your podcast coach, I'm here to help you. No matter what you're going through in life, you are not alone. Let's dive in. This week's episode is sponsored by Faith Bro Jewelry. Check them out at faithbro.com. And here is a message from the owner, Tatiana. Hi, my name is Tatiana. I am owner of faithbro.com. Just a little bit about my company. I am a jewelry company. I sell cross-made bracelets, earrings, and necklaces. I created this company March of 2020, so this year. Um, I am brand new, so I've had a lot of challenges, but I created this company to shed light on who Jesus is and to bring love into the world and to inspire others to love like Jesus. Thank you so much, Tatiana. All right. She also has Instagram, which her handle is at faith underscore bros. And the Facebook page is at faithbrocom. And there's also a Facebook group associated with it called Faith Bro by Tatiana. So go check her out. All right. Enjoy the episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Amy Williams Show. I'm your host, Amy Williams, and today's featured guest is Dr. Chelsea Page. She is the founder and owner of Intentional Intimacy and a women's empowerment and relationship coach. And we are super excited to have her and talk about some relationship advice today on the show. Hi, Chelsea. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so happy that you're here. Um, I know that we did do an episode, episode 12 with Dr. Siobhan, um, and we did talk a little bit about relationships and intimacy. So um, if you haven't listened to that one yet, please go back and listen to it. Um, But if you have listened to that, don't think this is the same thing because this is not. Chelsea, let's get to know you. Kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and um, where at and how this whole thing started. Yes. Well, I live in Colorado with my husband and my two pups, and I have for over six years have been working with women and couples um, as a therapist. So I have been in person only in Colorado and recently in this last year I've expanded online so I can reach women all over the world, which makes me so happy to really help them just feel amazing about themselves and who they are and showing up in their relationship with that energy and having an amazing relationship with themselves and their partner. And it lights me up every day that I get to do this work. And I'm so excited to be here and share some of that knowledge with your listeners. Yes. And we're excited to have you too. What kind of dogs do you have? I have (laughs) Sherlock is a Pipple Terrier mix and he's such a little hooligan. I love him. And Ellie, she's a black lab mix and she's such a little sweetheart. She's, they're like the yin and yang. One is wild and the other one is sweet. It's so cute. That's kind of true with kids too. One's (laughs) one's like, oh, you're so perfect. Let's have more. And then you're like, oh, wait. Just kidding, kids. If you ever hear this in your future, I, I love you both. Um, <laughs> I have three of them, but you know, we're times it's too early to tell with the, with the baby. So we'll see. Um, all right. So 
you've been doing the in-person counseling and therapy for six years. So what made you make that shift to online? Um, was it due to Corona and all that, or was it before that? Uh, good question. No, it was before that, um, with the coronavirus, it kind of gave me a little bit more fire under my butt to really be diving into the online. Um, I still see a few people, well, not right now in person, but with online coaching, I, I get to help so many more women because there's only one of me and I can only help so many people in Colorado. And so online I get to do, you know, programs and I have a Facebook group and I get to really interact with more women than I could one-on-one. -on -one. So it just really spreads my vision and my mission um, further, which is exactly what I want. That's awesome. Isn't it such an incredible, like gift to have internet and yes. Facebook, <laughs> all the things. Amazing. It can be a curse and it can be a blessing, you know, depending <laughs> yeah. on how you use it. Yes. Well, I'm excited for you. I think that is such an incredible thing to be doing. And I'm glad that you made the shift prior. Um, I know some people that ha are making the shift mm -hmm. and it's way more, um, pressure and chaos and panic. Yeah. So if you were already in that space, then that's great. Cause you're like, okay, I already have this figured out. I just need to amp it up. And that's a different kind of pressure, right? Yes. And that's, that's exactly what happened. So, but everyone's been on their own transformational journeys at this time. And I think that's just how it happens in life in general. So that's why, you know, my, my business is in, has the word intentional in it because everything that we do, we need to be intentional with it, whether it's with our kids or business or with our partner, just everything. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I talk a lot about, um, planning and mapping and, you know, that type of stuff. So, um, mm -hmm. it's kind of the same thing, be intentional, have a plan, you know, all right. So let's dive in a little bit with, um, more about what you're offering with your coaching. Um, do you do group coaching or one-on-one -on -one or both? I do both. So I have programs, I do one-on-one -on -one and I do some free classes. Sometimes it's, all, I reach in all different realms. So it's, again, that's why the online space is so amazing because you get to do whatever you want. It's amazing. I know. <laughs> I think that's great. And then and it helps so many more people because, yes. um, you know, some people will do better with one-on-one -on -one and having more mm -hmm. privacy and some people do better in a group because then it's not as much pressure and, you know, that kind of thing. So I think that's great that you're offering everything. Um, in the, so if we take your six years of before and your year, um, kind of in the online world, so seven years, um, what would you say is like the number one issue that your clients are facing? Mm. Or maybe top three, if you can't pick one. <laughs> well, I would say, you know, for couples and women, so I work a lot, um, directly with women and it's the big concern that comes in is desire and, you know, really maintaining that intimate relationship with their, you know, their partner, their husband and doing it in a way that feels honoring to them, but also honoring to their partner too, and really navigating those desire differences. So it feels good for both people because I've in the past have been in relationship where I felt like I had to compromise myself. I'm a recovering people pleaser. And I, my mission is to help women not have to compromise their, themselves for the sake of a relationship. Cause you get to have both, you get to have you and your relationship and it gets to be amazing. 
Okay, I, we got we got to go back to that statement of you're a recovering people pleaser. Do you ever because I am a people pleaser? Are do you ever recover from that? progress. Many people have asked me that, and it's it's a lifelong journey. The things that we do and that we grow from, and I I've always toyed with the word of do do I want to claim that I'm recovered people pleaser and. I, the path is always there. I can manage it better and better and better and own myself and who I am and show up more as myself in everything, including my relationship. And still that people pleaser mentality pops up once in a while. So it's that part of me comes in and it gets easier to manage it. It doesn't control you. You get to run the shots. So it gets easier, right? It's still yeah. there, but it gets easier if that makes sense. Gotcha. Okay. I had, I had to run back to that. Cause I was like, wait, wait, wait a second. Now, now let's, let's go back to that issue of desire and honor. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is your advice, um, for any of the women that are listening um, and men too, I'm sure there's some men listening and they're going, Oh boy, what are we going to talk about today? Mm-hmm. Um, but what's, what's your advice? Like what is the, the best kept secret that you can give? One of the hugest pieces, and this is, again, what my whole business is set on is intentional intimacy, is you can't expect to have a good relationship and a good sexual relationship by just relying on wing it mode and being on autopilot. You just, you can't do that. That would be, it just doesn't work that way. And everyone that I talk to and that comes into my world, they've been maybe operating on wing it mode and hoping and wishing that their, you know, the intimacy in the relationship will just work itself out. And that's not how it works. You need to be intentional. And, and I will, we'll dive into this, but one of the biggest things I think is so, so important is to really schedule intentional time to be with your partner. And I know this probably is going to have some of your listeners be like, but that, that feels forced. That takes a spark away. You know, what if I don't want to do like be sexual at that time? Like, how do I navigate that? And I'm sure we'll talk about all those pieces, but the first piece is you have to be intentional and set that time aside. Just like this podcast, right? I had to set the time aside and I had to make sure I was ready to be here. I couldn't just like show up and expect things to go well i needed to get in the right mindset space as best as i could mm-hmm. and same thing with say the gym although we're not going to the gym right now but <laughs> you set the time aside and you get all the things and set your mindset right to show up in the best way so setting time aside would be step one yeah i think if, if you're in a position where you're struggling to figure out when that's going to happen you know it's better to schedule it than to not do it at all right? Yes. So yes. it's not happening. So what's the worst case scenario? If you do schedule it, then, you know, mm-hmm. I know that my, my girlfriends and I, we, once in a while, we, we will get girls night once in a while. It doesn't happen near as often as it should. Um, but a few girls nights ago, I don't remember what it was. It's been months. Um, it feels like years, but it's only been right. a couple months. <laughs> um, it's so overdue, but we were just talking about it and it was kind of, you know, that girl gossip, we were just kind of going back. Well, how often do you do it? How often do you do it? Mm-hmm. Sorry, girls, if you're listening, it totally just blasted you, but I'm not answering that question. Um, <laughs> I won't blast them like that. Come on. They would hate me. Um, but it was very interesting to see because I feel like 
you know, there's, there is that expectation of, you know, well, we're supposed to do this, you know, so many times a week or, you know, because we used to, before we had kids do it so many times per week. Um, and now it's different. Uh, so what do, would you say to the person in that spot? Mm, oh my gosh. So much that I could say. There's like a can of worms. I just go, go for it. Just <laughs> start somewhere and go. <laughs> one, one is definitely do not focus on the quantity of times that you are sexually intimate with your partner. It's just like anything else. It is not quantity. It's the quality of the time that you are having. So, so many people ask me, you know, what's the quote unquote normal amount of times to be having sex? Is it once a week? Is it twice a week? Is it once a month? It's, it don't get caught up on the number because this is not a comparison game. This is what works for you and what works for you and your partner. That is what matters and having that quality time with them, which we'll get into a little bit more, but that's definitely a piece. I just want your listeners to know. Gotcha. Yeah. I think if you, if you were talking to men, they would have a different answer, um, than women would, but I think they both, I think everybody agrees that it needs to be quality, you know, um, quality over quantity. But I mean, I don't think anybody's going to say I want less, you know, it's true. Although it's the same every time, once I get to the heart of things with you know, men that I talk to who maybe are wanting more of the quantity, this is what happens is they'll say, I want more sex. I want more sex. I want more sex. And then, and this is, again, you can switch the roles. It's not very always gender specific, but this is generally what happens a lot is a male might ask, I want more sex. I want more sex. And then female feels pressure and obligated to, to show up, but then they're showing up in obligation space. And it's like kind of giving a French fry when you're starving. Like it's not, that's not the quality of that. And really every time I've gotten to the heart of it is men, when they're saying, I want more sex, they're not asking for quantity. And what they're asking for is they're wanting more of you. They want you to be there, to be present. They want you to be fully there, not distracted or not just going through the motions, right? They want you to be there. That's what they're saying when they want more. Even if they don't know that's what they're saying, every hundred percent of any couple that I worked with or man that I've worked with, that's what it is. Hmm. That's really interesting. Um, but I like that response because I feel like that's always kind of a discussion of uh, mm-hmm. amongst my friends and whoever. Um, it's always like, oh, they just seem to want more. They want more. I'm like, that's a good response. I like that um, because it is so true. It's it, you know, if you're not having that connection, whether it's physical or not, if you're not getting that emotional connection and all that, that's going to play a huge role in it. 100%. Okay. So I opened a can of worms. Um, and I know you've got more to say. Yes. Well, okay. So the quantity <laughs> or the quality over the quantity is that's a really huge piece. And then also this is where it kind of loops back to that setting down that intentional intimacy time with your partner, because you not only do we not want to compare ourselves to anybody else and what their sexual relationship is, right? I know there's the girlfriend chats, but we don't want to compare and we don't want to compare to what our relationship was, you know, at another time, right? Mm -hmm. Usually Usually it's in the beginning of the relationship. It's like, okay, everything was easy then. The spark was there. It was maybe more hot and heavy. You didn't really have to think about it. It, 
it was more spontaneous. And then when that spontaneity goes down and you enter into the long-term relationship and then you know, enter kids into the picture, it becomes this need and necessity to be more intentional because the spontaneity of things, we can't depend on that. It can happen, it could, but it's gonna be few and far between. And then, you know, and this is something I wanna get into too, which is then it leaves, if you don't have it happen any sexual intimacy, then your partner's left in intimacy limbo land, and that's a dangerous place to be in. But it's knowing that there is this transition from the beginning of your relationship or even prior to kids, and the intimate relationship will change and evolve. And as long as you change and evolve with it and keep communicating, then there's nothing wrong with that. Um, you said something a little bit ago, I, uh, something in obligation space, mm -hmm. and now you just said intimacy limbo land. So can we talk about those two things a little bit more in depth? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. So what often happens is there's these two things that often happen that I see in relationships where that where each of the first people in the couple don't realize that they have to be intentional and you know when we go back to that maybe that scenario where maybe maybe one of your listeners their husband is saying i want more sex i want more sex and right we talked about more doesn't necessarily mean more frequency it's more of that quality of that but usually what the woman hears and again we can switch genders but usually what the woman hears is okay he wants more he wants more and every time you know we might get an argument i want to avoid an argument and maybe they're like checking their watch like crap it's been a few days or a few weeks or a few months and so they say yes to sexual intimacy but it's not really it's not really a heartfelt yes it's i kind of i need to do this it's my wifely duty it feels obligation it's it's well I want to make sure that we don't get an argument around it so I'm going to kind of satisfy right and then we'll be okay maybe for a couple weeks and so on one hand that's what happens I see that with a lot of women that they'll kind of say yes to it even though it feels like obligation and you know it's not in a bad way it's just not quite they're fully there and the, or on the opposite end what happens is they're they're, they're not saying yes at all and then there's like no intimacy at all that's happening. And there's no maybe hugs or kisses because oftentimes what can happen is there's this fear that if I give my husband a hug or a kiss, he's gonna want the whole shebang and we're gonna have to go into the bedroom. And yes, and it's like, okay, I don't wanna send him the wrong signal. I don't wanna tease him by accident. So I'm not gonna give him that lingering hug and kiss. I'm not gonna do anything. And now your husband or partner is left in intimacy limbo land because they have no idea when they're going to be intimate with you. You know, are we gonna have sex or be sexually intimate tomorrow, next week, next year, never? And then the anxiety comes up and guess what happens? They ask for more. Hey, I want more sex, I want more sex, I want more sex, when really they're like, I mm. miss you so much, I wanna feel close to you, but they're not saying those things. So if we're, if we're going to keep going here, I know that you can talk about this because you did say something about, you know, that routine mm -hmm. and just how do we get out of that routine of, okay, every night we we're obviously in the same bed, but you know, it's, you're watching a show and then you go to bed, then you watch a show and you go to bed or, you know, I'm sure other couples have different routines. I guess I can only speak for myself. So our, I'm not going to talk about our, our, intimacy but 
Um, you know, our normal nightly routine, if I'm not podcasting, it's kids are in bed, we watch a show or two, uh, have a little talk or whatever, and then it's, you know, that's what we do every night. We watch a show or two, um, and we have our favorites, and then I get really mad because they cut them off, and I'm like, why did they end it that way? Because they're smart. But right. um, exactly. <laughs> But that's usually, I mean, whether it, it's not like that quality, like sit down and have a conversation time. Mm. It's like we both just veg out, like the whole day is done. There's finally, everybody's sleeping and we just watch the TV and go to bed. Yeah. Um, regardless. So there's the Williams. Um, what would you say to people that are in that space of like that routine or that, you know what I'm trying to get at? Of course. Yeah. Well, you it's, know. you're in life and it's, really being in this place of trying to juggle, you know, okay, I have, I have a relationship, I have kids, I have work, I have this household I need to take care of and my energy and all these pieces. And this is where, again, we need to get intentional because otherwise, and I've gotten into this place too, I'm certainly not perfect by, you know, being on, you know, in this chair doing this talk is we get into these ruts. Sometimes we get into these kind of non-intentional habits, if you will, of going through the motions of the day, and then you get to the end, you're exhausted, it's a TV show, you go to bed. Lather, rinse, repeat, right? And so then we expect all of a sudden for this sexual spark to just happen from that. It's, we, it's unrealistic expectations, especially for you know a lot of women, we don't have a high boost of testosterone. So we can't all of a sudden be just lounging in our pajama pants, you know, with like a bowl of popcorn on our chest and watching a Netflix show and all of a sudden feel like, heck yeah, I wanna have sex right now. <laughs> it could happen and sometimes it does, but again, we don't wanna depend on that. And that's where, you know, this, you know, say it, you know, if I, well, which I am talking to you, but you know, with any of your listeners are in that place, it's okay. Let's set aside one time a week where we are intentional with each other with being close and intimate. And it could be in the evening. Although just like you said, sometimes the evening is the worst time because we just went through our whole day and we're freaking exhausted. So it's maybe not the best time. Maybe it's Saturday morning, right? Or maybe it, who knows when it is. Maybe it's, afternoon time because now we're at home although a lot of us won't be at home soon no we're but, also home with all the yeah. kids yeah oh yeah exactly well so and all that in the mix that's a whole nother discussion of making sure that you know it's it's okay to be intimate and setting boundaries and expectations and all of that that's a whole nother podcast episode but it's setting this time aside and say for example it was i don't know every thursday night Every Thursday night, you and your partner are setting aside intentional time with each other. Say it's every Thursday night at eight o'clock. So now you know this is the time that you and your husband are going to have together. And when you know you have that time together, now you get to get intentional. So on Thursday, what am I gonna do if that's my night to be intimate with my partner? And we'll get into making sure that it doesn't feel like pressure because it doesn't mean that sex has to happen every single time. But say it's Thursday night at eight o'clock, that's when you get together. Then that whole day leading up, even the night before, you're going to make sure you get to bed early. You know, you're not going to be binge watching Netflix the night before because you want to make sure you get a good night's sleep. 
Maybe you're going to work out that morning, so you're feeling really good. You're going to shave your legs because you want to be feeling good. Or you're going to eat good food that day because you're not going to want to eat, you know, five slices of pizza and then expect your sexual self to come out and play, right? So you get intentional and really start transitioning your mind and your body to be more open to that intimate space rather than expecting all of a sudden just sitting on the couch and like your alarm goes off at eight o'clock and you're like, oh, I guess we have to go to the bedroom now and then expect your sexual self to just come out and play, if that makes sense. It does. It does make sense. So, so when you're saying intentional, it's not just like, okay, we have to put it in the calendar. It is a full on, like, this is an appointment and this is super important. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and for, I know for me and most of my listeners, um, being Christian, I feel like, you know, the, the tier of importance goes, you know, Mm -hmm. your faith, your, your, your God relationship, then your spouse, then your kids, you know, and it's so easy to somehow get some of those things switched up. So if, if your marriage is the number one thing, well, the number two thing, um, that's important to you, then, then making that appointment for the intimacy and the conversation and the, you know, the spiritual, emotional health of your relationship and physical you have to treat that with importance. And so I love, 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 love your advice. So good. All right. One more question before we go, um, Mm -hmm. with what's happening with how much people have been staying at home, have you found that it's been easier or harder for your clients to intentionally fill that space? It's been a mixed bag, to be honest. Some couples are like, woohoo, we can like be all free and uh, have this wonderful space and other couples are holy cow how on earth do we navigate this with you know under one household having you know work happening and kids happening and relationship happening and it can be a lot to navigate and it's it has been a struggle for a lot of couples and the biggest thing is asking for space when you need it it's okay to ask for space it's okay to say I would, I totally need a me night tonight and really just watch the show that I want to watch, do a bathtub, read my book, whatever it is, so that I can then show up and be more present, you know, the next day for the family, for you and all those things. So it's navigating the closeness and the space has been, it's been tricky. And I think it's really calling all of us to really make sure that we're prioritizing and being intentional and understanding what our values are and really asking us to have very good conversational skills right now and putting that into practice. That's for sure. I think that's like the truest thing anybody has ever said. <laughs> like, well, I'm glad. You can't communicate right now. Yes. Yes. I think we're going to wrap it up here, but I know you've got a couple more things to say. I could talk for hours and hours, but I think that <laughs> It's a nice bow on it. And certainly if, you know, any of your listeners want to know more, they can just come find me. Yeah. So what's the name of your Facebook group? Cause I know you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's the intentional intimacy women's group. And okay. you know, you can find me too, just at Dr. Chelsea page, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram and you'll be able to find Perfect. me or my website is drchelseapage.com. Perfect. The, group is the best place. That's the best place to be in. Well, and then I think, you know, that's why I love groups too, but groups you're in a, you're in a spot where everyone else is interested in what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a lot of support. 
from other women who, you know, if you're like, Hey, does anybody deal with this? And they're going to be like, me too, me too, me too, me too. You know? And so I think that's so great that you have a space for, for women to be, um, you know, vulnerable and honest and, you know, get your professional help. Totally. Yep. Yes. I love it. It's my, it's a cozy place. It's like, we're all sitting on a couch, just chatting and having a glass of wine or a cup of coffee. Love it. Depending on what time of day, huh? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> These <laughs> days seem to all run into each other. I'm like, do I pour wine? Oh, it's only 9 a.m. Time <laughs> is very strange right now. That's for sure. It's like, what oh. day is it? <laughs> yes. Oh, I just, you know, I feel like I could talk to you forever and ever, but we do have to cut it off. So I really, really, really appreciate your time. I'm so glad that you were able to join and give us some awesome advice. So thank you very much. Oh my gosh, you are so welcome. And thank you, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to The Amy Williams Show. I'd love for you to join The Amy Williams Show on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok using the handle at The Amy Williams Show and on Twitter at The AW Show. If you want to learn how to start your own podcast, the multiple ways to monetize it, leverage it, and maximize your influence, then join the private Facebook group at the International Podcast Coaching Network. Can't wait for you to join and get connected with like-minded women using their zone of genius to speak to the world. Before you go, the biggest compliment you can give to The Amy Williams Show is leaving a review, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or on the Stitcher app for Android. It means so much to me, and I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening. Have a blessed day.